Hello and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. Or welcome back. There he is. There, there he is. I was like, hold, wait for it, wait for it. There and Dan's there. So what are we talking about this week? We've got a guest, actually. We do. I wish he was here. I do too, actually. I wish, yeah. he, was, I wish he was live in studio, but... He's a busy guy. He'll be phoning in later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him. We'll get him dialed in. Sound levels. Yeah, we can this, do I'm, hoping, I'm hoping he can solve an, an, a long-standing argument you and I have had. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. curious which way this is going to go. Because we'll... Yeah, cause yeah. I, for those of you out there, I, I grew up in Ohio, and uh, Dan's been down here in the Carolinas for a while. And uh, we argue constantly about uh, who, who really gets to claim that whole first-in-flight title, you know. It's on our license uh, plates. Like, yeah, I mean, it is. But if you do all the R&D and the prototyping, like the really the only thing North Carolina contributed was a steady breeze. Yeah, we flew the fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't. Two guys from Ohio did. Yeah, I mean. Oh, you know, yeah. they came down here from their little bicycle shop with a thing. Yeah. And... Uh, Ran it around on the beach up in the Outer Banks and went, hey, pretty cool. we're, we're flying. And what a long way we've come since then. Yeah, so I'm excited. I mean, once again, Teddy is uh, Teddy's just lining up these guests. I know, he's doing a good job. Yeah. He's put his uh, intimidation smile on where he just shows enough of his teeth. But you're like, <laughs> is he grinning? I love every time you reference Teddy, I, I always have to assume that there's somebody out there that has no idea what the hell you're talking about. I mean, there, there is that. Like, okay, they've got this guy named Teddy who does the booking for the show, and all he does is bear his flashy smile and, and woo these guests onto coming on free. So for those of you that don't know, Teddy is Dan's dog. Um, yes, and I will, um, you know, just for austerity's sake, I will take a picture of him right now. Because uh, the more we say his name, the more he wanders around our feet. Yeah, he's a little he's a little keyed up right now. Yeah, stop talking about him. But uh, yeah, so I guess we'll. Uh, well, how was your weekend? Are we? I mean, you know, we're we're still doing the pandemic yeah. thing, so there it's getting go. better though. It's warmed up and the days are longer, so you know we're getting to go out and have some beers on the patios about town, which is very nice. Yeah, um, it's not too bad. Little little glimmers of normalcy. Finally creeping back in. There we go. That I will not complain about one bit. Yeah, so we should uh, probably hop off here, take a quick break, test some test some things, make sure things are working, and uh, be right back with our yeah, guest. We'll hop on with our guest and basically talk all things flight, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so a this, fun guy. Yeah, this guy can he's run fun. down some rabbit holes and then some. So without further ado, we'll be right back. Sit tight. Back to the 14 questions. And uh, I'm super excited. We have a uh, guest with us this evening. And uh, we're not going to forget to introduce him. As, as we're prone to do from time to time, for those of you that have been listening for a while. So we'll uh, uh, see if we got him here. Woody, we got you on the line? I'm here. Thanks, thanks. for having me. Hey, man. Thanks for being on. Absolutely. My pleasure. I think I was uh, saying earlier, I, I remarked to Brandon that um, you're one of the few people we talked to about coming on 
the podcast. And well, then I, you actually went I'm and not listened. worthy. I appreciate that. No, yeah. no, you are <laughs> totally worthy. But then I said to Brandon, he's actually listening to our episode. So I wonder if you'll, yeah. uh, oh. I wonder if you'll actually come on after you've heard a few. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is why I don't. No, listen I enjoyed to them. them. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, that's, good that's stuff. good. That's good. That's good. We always like to hear that. So I guess we should say like you're, you're on here because we want to talk about, you know, what you do, you fly things, mm-hmm. yep. um, which is pretty, pretty wild. Done it for a long time, right? Long time. 35 years. 35. Jesus. And, yep. And you've done, you've, you've done both, uh, obviously fixed wing for your career, but didn't you do helicopters for a little while too? Uh, no, I never got rated in a helicopter. Okay. Uh, the company I fly for had a helicopter, so I got to fly the helicopter quite a bit, but never got my rating in it. <laughs> I mean, did you just like all, take all it out? The fun, none of the responsibility. Oh no, no, not not by myself. Yeah, I was going to say. But he would be like, "Your controls and let me fly it." And yeah, no, not by myself. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. So you you didn't like sneak out to the the place and be like, Hmm, I'm going to take a helicopter for a spin. <laughs> Just take it for a spin. No, but I always had that fantasy, you know, where if there was some reason I had to fly one. I could do it. I could take it <laughs> off. No problem. I could fly it. No problem. Landing would be a little shaky, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the hard part. That's the hard in part. Fixed wing and, in fixed wing and rotor wing, as it turns out, the yeah. landing is the hard part. That's, yeah. That's Everything that. else is easy. Well, it, it's, I mean, it's wild. So, I mean, you, you fly now you you've got a pretty good setup, right? Cause you, you guys, Go around the world. I mean, you can. We do. Yeah. Pretty much literally. anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Literally around the world. I mean, just so our listeners know, I was actually in south of France and mm-hmm. ended up making a a hail hail mary call to With the hurricane when the hurricane hit to you. <laughs> I, rem- I remember that. And I said, well, you know, what the hell do we do? Like this you say, is. What do you think? What do you think? I was like, you're good, man. You're good. Yeah, I mean, when the governor of your state comes on French television while you're having breakfast and you haven't paid attention to anything, my phone has been on silent. This is is not going to be good. No, and I have 45 (laughs) notifications from people saying, the hurricane's coming. I was like, well, what do I do? Let me me dial because I might get somebody on the phone who'll tell me how to, what what panic not to get into. And you were dead on, by the way. I know. I remember that. Yeah. 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 We, We got in. I think we, we, we touched down in North Carolina and like literally had an hour window before st- yep. stuff turned and it's, a, you know, just to, just enough time to batten down the hatches. Yeah. You could have taken yep. the alternative approach and just stayed in France an extra 10 days I or so, <laughs> but hey. You when know, you work for a living, that's not an option, I guess. True story. Are. True story. So, I mean, other than the COVID thing, right? So you haven't been, you guys haven't been right. doing what you've it's been doing. Because of the COVID, because yeah, I mean, you know, com- country's been closing and uh, we went to Ireland, we've been to Ireland a couple of times in the last year, but that was it as far as, I mean, you know, besides like the Bahamas and stuff like that. But, so what's it like uh, getting yeah. around these days? Uh, it's difficult. Um, you know, you got to have tests and test once you get there and test while you're there, you, you know. Yeah, but you guys, but, um, in general, I mean, when you're flying on the private side of things. COVID, COVID tests, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah private's, private's easy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like, uh, you know, mainline commercial where you're you're bunched up and hanging out with hundreds of people you don't know, right? I mean, you're no, kind of... No, true. You, you, exactly. can, you, you can take some more precautions, I would imagine. Keep yourself in yeah, a bit I'm, of a bubble that way, I guess. I fly a family, so it's the same people all the time. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So one of the, one of the cool things, you know, Brandon and I had covered that we were talking about that, that, uh, you know, the, 
thing we landed on Mars recently and their little helicopter yeah. they had oh, the, on the it. First, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, oh, yes. That was something else I wanted to add when I was listening to your podcast is, did you know that on the bottom of that helicopter, there's a small piece from the right flyer? No, no. Yes. Yes. They gave them, they gave them a small piece of fabric on the bottom of that helicopter is a small piece of fabric from the right flyer. How cool is that? That is, that is badass, especially because <laughs> yep. we, were, we were talking about some of the Easter eggs and stuff they did with the parachutes and whatnot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know how we missed that, but that's, yeah, isn't that's that cool? good to know. Yeah. That's super awesome that they put a piece of that up there. Yep. First in flight. How awesome. Still. Well, again, yep. okay. Can we, Multiplanetary. So, Woody, we'll, we'll try not to put you on the spot here, but Bran and I, <laughs> okay. we're going to put you on the yeah, spot. Before we got you on okay. the line, I said, uh, yeah. Dan and I have argued back and forth for years now because uh, I grew up in Ohio. Okay. Uh, near Dayton. You know, the place that mm -hmm. did bicycles. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so who gets, who gets, in your opinion, who really gets credit for this whole flying innovation? North Carolina. That's where it happened. There we go. <laughs> I'll defer to your expertise. Sure. They could live in six different states, but they flew it in North Carolina. So North Carolina. You're yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Do you know, was that random? I mean, I'm just throwing this out. I don't have any notes or anything in front of me. Was that, did, was it just a matter of happen chance? What's that? The, the fact that the Wright brothers were like, hey, we need a beach. We need wind. I mean. Yeah, they wanted steady winds. Okay. You know, I mean, that's important to the, the kind of airplanes they were flying. And, you know, they, they did a lot of stuff with gliders before the actual powered flight. Yeah. And, you know, you know how it is at the beach. Um, and, I mean, yeah, and the sand dunes helped. And I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere soft why, to why touch they, down. They, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they picked there. I mean, but, you know, I mean, from every, everything I've seen, you know, the whole beach, like being at the beach phenomenon, it's like a – 20th century thing you know i mean in the early 1900s people didn't go to the beach you know it oh was, gotcha you know what so, I mean? yeah, yeah not a lot of people around type thing no it wasn't like a you know resort let's go to the beach probably because they didn't have air conditioning and then it was hot yeah <laughs> so, miserable but so who knows i don't know i don't know the backstory as to why they picked uh, other than the steady winds which you know is from being at the beach they're always pretty steady and the big sand dunes am i allowed softer to bring when up you, softer when you crash Am I allowed yeah. to bring up beach landings, Woody? Beach landing? Yeah. Uh, sure. Didn't you didn't you have a prop once that you had a thing? The what? The prop on a cub or something? Wasn't there a beach landing that you were like impressing somebody and landed? I don't oh, know. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd forgotten about that, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Put put him on the spot there. <laughs> no, no, no. It was yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a funny story, folks. We'll leave uh, it for another time. But okay. it's a funny story. You got any other funny stories you want to tell us? Like in the last <sighs> few years that you are allowed to? Man. Man, you put me on the spot. You should have told me to make some notes. I'm sure I could come up with something, but off the top of my head, I can't think of anything Not funny. Um, I don't know. Sorry. And then speaking of the beach, right? So the other cool thing that you do, which I totally like left my mind. And then we were talking about getting you on the show. Um, right. Was the kite stuff. Like that's just wild to me. Yeah. Like, because it, so for the listeners, um, you, I mean, you make your, you don't just fly kites. You actually make kites. Like I've been with Woody. I have pictures. Sure. It was wild seeing how like, you know, several years. Build them. And a lot of people make, make kites, you know, with sticks and strings, but the ones that I, and, you know, backstory. As a kid, I loved anything that flew. 
Yeah. And, and the one you talked about, your, I don't remember, I think it was your brand and your grandfather and the model airplanes, the, R, the radio controlled airplanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and they made me laugh. You're like, we had all these, and I don't remember, remember flying them. <laughs> you don't want to fly them because they'll crash and break. And yeah, no, there, there was one time, <laughs> one time in my entire youth that I, I recall yeah. flying. And the right. thing, and the thing got wrecked in in forty five yeah. seconds. <laughs> like, exactly. I mean, you got to understand, Dan. Like he built exactly. these things like hand carved balsa wood oh, frames, oh, they're stunning. like they're stunning. fabric wrapped. Like this was his passion project. Like his entire basement was all these beautiful, right. beautiful model airplanes that never saw the air. Right. Yeah. And so one time he he brought one out to our farm, and it, at forty five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, been, the thing, been, boom, been broken in half. Been yeah. Done that. And I don't know if there's some there's some amazing videos on YouTube of like some the jets that people build like you know miniature jets. Yeah, no, I've watched and, some and of actually those. Use, and actually use like small jet engines. Mm-hmm. And I mean these things cost thirty grand probably to build. And yeah, and then oops, smashed. That was just stuck. That's insane. Yeah, but so yeah, that's it's kind of why they gravitated towards the kites because you can't hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> But but I became obsessed with they call them flow forms, so they don't have sticks. You know, the shape of the kite is what gives it its aerodynamic properties. And it, uh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy of um, kind of like you know the modern day parachutes that have like the holes in the front. You've seen like the ones mm-hmm. like the golden knights use. You know, it's kind of like that. Like a like a parafoil design. Parafoil, exactly a yeah. parafoil. So I became, I became obsessed with those, and I mean, yes, I mean I built some that are 200 square feet that have 150 foot tails just because they're so beautiful and i love seeing them fly in the air yeah, yeah. No, they're amazing um and i love making them yeah because you you you, you, I, you I, stitch them up and I everything got, like sewing I machines got and, with the sewing machine absolutely yeah yeah because i was showing brandon a couple of pictures that i was able to find you know thanks right. to technology and i was like yeah, Look I've, at got the- a Go- I've got a google google photos album somewhere with a lot of that stuff in it yeah and i, and I met some cool people doing it it was yeah, yeah, because Brandon I was like, done it a couple of years, but I was like, Brandon, take a look at the size of the the, the tail, you know, that that yeah. stabilized the foil thing, and he's like, right, because he once he understood where we were flying them, he was like, holy shit, yeah. like, oh yeah, put we it went in out to Hobby Field, we went out to Hobby Field, yeah, <laughs> we took that big one out there, and all the horse people got very upset, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we had permission, yeah, had permission I mean, yeah. To go out there, yeah. But I mean, so you're you're scaring the horses. Yeah. So for for folks that don't, that can't quite visualize this, I mean, we're in audio format, but these things are huge. I mean, they're, they're in Tim. I mean, you know, they look big in the sky, but like when you're actually trying to launch them on the ground, like it's, it's. Yeah. Now look at, looking at the photos you showed me, you know, the first thing I thought was this shit could be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. If, if the wind were strong, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There, yeah. there's nothing, nothing in my mind that says this it will just one of the lines or something. Yeah. Absolutely. Just yank an adult into the sky and, and here you go. Or a kid anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which has happened. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've happened. seen some videos of guys <laughs> yeah. doing, doing like the paragliding thing and get caught and just get taken away. And you're like, Oh my God. This is there not was one, well. and it was a, it was a, it was a big kite, and it grabbed a little kid. And, I mean, took him like seventy five feet or hundred feet up in the air, and, and luckily it came right back down. But yeah, no, it could it could hurt you. Yeah. But now, where'd you go? Where'd you go to fly though? Didn't you? I mean, wasn't there sort of a thing every spring or something that happened in? Yeah. In oh yeah. The, the, North Carolina or whatever, out on the beach. Yeah. Speaking of beaches. Yes. 
yeah, they had a kite festival down at uh, Wrightsville Beach every year mm. that I went to. But they had them all over, you know, Ocean City, Maryland, everywhere, Florida, you know, West Coast. There's a huge one in Berkeley, California that's super famous. So yeah, when, so that was kind of that, that was kind of the part of the appeal to it too, you know, go see other kites and meet some other people who like kites. You know how that is when you yeah, yeah you find find, find something that other people like yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Exactly. And and, and, and I imagine it's the type internet. of thing that that just attracts all sorts of people. It does. You know, it, and it's, it's and for me, you know, if it wasn't for the internet, it's the kind of thing. You know, that for me, it was an internet phenomenon because. 50 years ago, I don't know how you would hook up with other people. Well, they, through a kiting magazine or something, but, you know, obviously the internet was a great platform for that. Yeah. Groups and forums and meet other people. And yeah, it was cool. I haven't done it in a few years. I, I miss it. I told my son the other day, we need to go fly those big kites. That's crazy. So what are the rules? I mean, now have the rules changed? I mean, when, when they do these big kite events, cause I, I can only imagine like, They've got to maybe phone a few airports and let them know, or air traffic control is aware. Like, you know, no, I, I, it's probably the same. Good question, but I don't know the answer to it other than to say that if if you were flying a drone or an RC airplane within what is it five miles of an airport above four hundred feet, so you know, but, but yeah. pretty much below four hundred feet, you're good with anything. And those, you don't want to fly them at 2,000 feet because you want people to see them. So, you know, they're only 150 feet in the air. So. But I was, and they look I, more impressive the closer they are to you. <laughs> no, no, for sure. But I was, I was wondering if it's, <laughs> you, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I've flown privately a couple of times way back in the day um, when that was right. a thing for a while. Uh, and you'd, you'd get a warning, like, you know, whatever jumpers in sky at whatever. The, oh, they, they still do that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Of course, skydivers. But yeah, I mean, they're jumping from 13,000 feet. So yes, right. yeah. you are correct. But I was wondering, but is no, that as a precaution? Part, no. I mean, think about it. The kites are low because you want to see them. So, you know, they're yeah. below, you don't know, fly them at 500 feet. That was the point. And, and then I guess you haven't done it in a few years. So I would imagine now people are out there with drones and stuff trying to even get better aerial photos or whatever. Um, That's a great point. And they used to, and you're right, it's been a few years since I did it, but I mean, they would actually put cameras on other kites to try to take, take pictures of the kite. So yeah, drones have revolutionized that, I'm sure. Yeah, There's probably imagine. some amazing kite photos out there now. <laughs> yeah. Kite photos. You know, the thing that fascinates me. Although they, me. Probably don't, they, probably don't, they probably don't want you, them flying the drones too close to the kite because, you know, you've got a line. And, <laughs> and fly away, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, with the drone photography, that's so many interesting things have happened. Like, um guys uh filming and photographing like fireworks displays now oh man with their drones. Yeah. And I've I, know, seen some and I know amazing Brandon, i know you're a photographer and i mean just the, the quality the video quality of the drones is just oh it's mind, it's mind-blowing what they what they yeah. fit in these tiny little things and people they don't yep. appreciate it and uh, you know i know people have gone to best buy and, and snagged one of these and they're like the pictures suck and i'm like if you understood photography trust me right these <laughs> yeah, things exactly. are more than capable What's um, your setting? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or do you have a neutral density filter so you can run an appropriate <laughs> frame rate for your video? Um, mm -hmm. That'll get you that cinematic look. But yeah, the drone. So, do you have any experience flying drones or, or playing around with I, them? I, I've had I've had several small ones, small cheap ones. Um, I actually, when the Skydio drone first came out, yeah, yeah. I backed the, I backed them on Kickstarter or whatever it was that first started on, but I, they still haven't gotten to my point to order one yet um i didn't I, i'm fascinated by the folding ones 
you know, the Scadio doesn't fold, but yeah. it had the, it had the camera and the you know the tracking and yeah, the follow the, you. The tracking on that. Drone oh man, is, is yeah. freaking wild. <laughs> right. So I was gonna have one, but no, I I keep holding out. I'm gonna have one because I'm I'm just I'm fascinated by them. But I but and and I'm super fascinated by the FTV one that you're mentioning because I thought, oh, what am I gonna do with it? What am I gonna take a picture of my house? You know, but the, the FTV sounds really cool. So. It, 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 Again, you know, I, I think our conversation was before we got on the on the recording here, but I've only been flying in a simulator, and that unto itself is it's amazing. It's mm-hmm. if you get a chance, buy one or fly somebody else's. Probably fly somebody else's because you know, <laughs> <laughs> at least the first yeah. few go rounds. But yeah, the the FPV side of it is so fascinating to me. Just to be, and, and I've seen the drone racing league, and I watch that, and I'm just like, is that that is unbelievable. It's yeah. fast how fast those things go, and they're those guys just like, go, 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 like that. Yeah, and like the reflexes on these guys <laughs> yeah. and the control because, like, the one I yeah. just bought, the, the DJI is it'll do like 90 miles an hour, right? I know that's crazy. And the, just the reaction time, you see these guys like flying through the woods or flying through like abandoned buildings and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, how yeah. in the hell oh. are you not crashing this thing? the stadiums where they go through the things and like then do a quick 180, go up a floor and make it do a 180. Yep. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah the, it's, the maneuverability it's, is just so, yeah. you know, it's like this thing pivots on any three, any of its three axes. Yeah. Instantaneously. So the, so, so the simulator, do you use your FTV goggles to do the simulator or is it yes. just your computer screen? Okay. No, with it's, the it's with the goggles. Yeah. So it's okay. 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 It's totally like, like I was saying earlier, I've made myself sick a couple of times. Right. Um, oh yeah. Cause I, you know, I, I know I've, I've been doing some VR stuff with a computer. I've been playing that game Half-Life Alex. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, oh, man, I mean, literally, it's almost made me sick a couple of times. Just, like, sweating, and it's, like, yep. oh, it's so crazy. I love it. Yeah, it's a little disoriented because, <laughs> yeah. like, I'll sit in my recliner, and then, you know, they yeah. have these different fields and places you can fly even in the simulator. And so your brain's telling you, like, I'm I'm 90 miles an hour upside down flying through this building, you know, right. and your body's like, you're sitting still in a chair and the, it can't reconcile that vertigo difference. It's, no, it's that's wild, cool. man, but I, I cannot wait to actually get out and fly the thing. I've made peace with the fact that I'm probably going to have to repair it. Yeah. So what do inevitable. you, have you had any, um, knowing this stuff, right? Do you have any concerns like, you know, in your day to day? actual job like does anything come up i'm sure you you do like continuing yeah, ed. like like on the pilot side of things like you're sitting around a crew room somewhere and you're like oh shit have you seen this new thing they invented this is going to be fun because some kid's going to bring it out near the airport or oh you know well I, again on youtube there's some videos where you know they like the drones have hit like the leading edges of airplanes and i mean they can do some damage but it's kind of and there was one where like it almost hit a helicopter, but it's kind of like the, um, uh, is the risk out there? Probably. So like, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the laser pointers. I mean, you, you've seen a lot about airliners getting lasered. Yeah. You know, they put, they put people in jail. For that <laughs> but uh, you would think with the, the proliferation of laser pointers that that would happen a lot more, but it doesn't. So I, I kind of feel it's going to be the same way with the drones. I think that, you know, you're going to plunk down, what, 800 bucks for a DJI drone. You're not going to be reckless with it, I don't think. Yeah, com- common but sense. There's, all, there's, all, there's <laughs> always the possibility, but it, 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 we've had RC airplanes, back to something you talked about, for 50 years. Yeah. And it, it could be the same thing, so. 
I think for the most part, the people who do that are responsible and yeah, yeah they so, have their model model organization and which they don't have with the drones because anybody can go to Best Buy and buy one like you said you don't have to build it which yeah <laughs> yeah that was kind of a barrier <laughs> barrier of entry yeah, before exactly, yeah exactly now you're like ah oh, just swipe my credit card and <laughs> yeah. you know because these things like they have a ceiling of like nineteen thousand feet like oh it's ridiculous and know, so you know I think yeah. really the big risk because again the expense and the common right. sense factor the big risk is is flyaways. So mm-hmm. if they if they lose connection with with the remote controller, True. you know I think I we'll agree. see more accidents coming from that because this thing theoretically can fly four miles in the sky, you know. And then Great it's, point. It's a two pound weight just waiting to be hit at you know several hundred <laughs> miles an hour. And like, exactly. Turns out if you throw a shot put at you know two hundred miles an hour, it it's going to do some yeah. damage. Yeah. 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 I guess you'd be more apt to be concerned. I mean, it's like the smaller aircraft too, right? I mean, birds are going to really mess a thing up, depending on the on the aircraft you're now, flying. Right? It's, it's, now, it's, it's all a function of speed. I mean, the faster you're going, I, if you hit a bird going 100 miles an hour in a Cessna, it's not going to be the same as hitting a bird going 300 miles an hour in a jet. That makes sense. But, okay. You know. Objects in the sky. I mean, if Fabio's face can take it on a roller coaster, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, that's crazy. So what? It, what's this? So when you were doing the sewing and all the, you know, manufacturing yeah. your own kites, I mean, were you right. sourcing material? I mean, were you just walking into a fabric shop or something? I mean, no, no, it was very difficult to, you know, it, it used a ripstop, okay. nylon ripstop, just like you, you know use on parachutes and you know uh commercially manufactured small kites you buy at walmart and and actually it was very difficult to find interesting um, yeah yeah there, there were a couple of small kite shops that were run by enthusiasts it's gotten a little better now you know with china and all yeah well and but, the internet uh, <laughs> to your point you know and and the internet yeah pre pre but even then go, with, even then, i go by yards and yards of ripstop nylon <laughs> right right <laughs> even 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 then with the internet um yeah i got a lot on ebay but, and yeah but that's a good 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 question but i think it, it's it's more readily available now yeah was it tough to was it tough to sew and stitch that stuff i mean do you get like no no, so it didn't like heat I, up the needle didn't heat up you didn't melt things no 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 no, no. it was uh, the big thing about it was it's very slippery. Okay. I don't know if you've ever sewed with a sewing machine, but oh, you know yeah. where you and, so, and sometimes you'd have to keep like five or six layers together. Interesting. Um, yeah. You know, and, and so and it in alignment, to right? So and in alignment, but you know, I, I learned pretty early on to get a fast TFAFF, you know, German sewing machine that has a little foot that like pulls the fabric. Oh yeah, that was a mm. that, <laughs> that was a chinizzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I loved it. I loved, it was very therapeutic. I miss doing it. So, did you sit down? Did you did you come up with it in your head? Draw a picture? Like, no, honestly, I no, I didn't. None of them were my designs. They were all somebody else's. Okay. But, um, yeah. So basically, that was like free flowing on the on the interwebs or exchange. Like, hey, I did this on the interwebs. Okay. So you, you uh, never... there, there. Oh, there, no, there was there was a website that was like the kite database, and they and it had you know thousands of different. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, patterns. Patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. For different for different kites. That's, and, that's interesting because yeah. I'm, I'm recalling like having you know books as a child like 150 right. different paper oh, oh, airplane oh, I, oh, I got, models. I got, and got lots of books. Yeah. I got lots of books too about every book on Amazon and yeah. Huh. Were, but yeah. So yeah, and 
obviously it wasn't to scale, you know, you had to draw it up, but yeah. But then I also became fascinated by some other ones that weren't just some little ones. There was one that was called a UFO kite that like, um, it was, a like an egg shaped flat, imagine like, um, fiberglass rod, like a fishing, you know, fishing pole, but like super thin. Yeah. And it was, and you, you sewed that into the fabric and it was kind of up, but, but, and then it had like on either end, um, I know this doesn't translate well to without the visuals, but, but it rotated and it stayed in the air by rotating. Oh, it's fascinating. What is that? And what like, is that? The, not the Bernelli effect, but the Magnus effect. Magnus okay. effect. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I'm a, I'm a plethora yeah. of useless information. <laughs> no, that's not useless. I love it. I love it. Yes. And there's a commercially available kite now that's kind of like that, but oh man, but it, but it wasn't very big. It was only like maybe two feet wide. But like, huh. man, you fly that thing at the beach and people would just be fascinated by it. It was, and I love that, you know. Yeah, that's, I'm going to have to look those up because that, <laughs> that just sounds cool as hell. Because I like having stuff that people think cool, you know. It's kind of like the whole tall bike too. It was, you know, oh, people love the tall bike. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was <laughs> I'd funny. I'd forgotten about that. I, I'd forgotten yeah. that about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you, what do you, for, for like, you guys oh, listening? Every time, yeah. every time I rode it, people were like, oh, I love the tall bike. Yeah. You, I mean, that thing was what? You, you had a bicycle that was like, Six, eight, ten, twelve feet tall. I don't remember. It was. It was probably six. Yeah. Yeah, and so for yeah. the listeners, um, you know, we'd be downtown having a coffee, you know, and mm-hmm. then somebody would go by on a tall bike, like <laughs> looking down at all the cars. <laughs> like, and, what the hell is? Oh, there goes Woody again. There goes Woody. Oh, that thing was awesome. Oh, it, is, it is awesome. I still have it. That's wild. Yeah, I know. I, I don't. I ride it, and it's not the same. But one day I'll be back. There you go. But well, I love that kind of stuff. That people were just like, that people just like are, you know, fascinated by us. And, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, spe- maybe, that, maybe that was my attraction to the kite. Speaking of that, when can we, uh, when, when can we expect you in town? You can come to the studio. Uh, I, was, maybe I was actually there. I was actually there yesterday. I came down to see my mom for Mother's Day yesterday. Oh, nice. Nice. I, I apologize for not calling. I flew the caravan down. Oh, there you go. But I, I'll come back down in the next couple of weeks and let you know. Yeah, we'll have to. Um, I would. I would love to get together with you. That would be amazing. Oh, would yeah, it be, be awesome. awesome? It's. It's been. All, it's been too long. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, just, and Dan, me, we we've known each other a long time. Yeah, let's not. I let's, was thinking about that. Yeah, I don't want to remind myself. I, 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 I'm no, no, not mentioning names or anything, but yeah. a long time. A long time ago. That. Yeah, you're like one of the first persons I met when I came. Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a long time ago. That is wild. So we, well, we look forward to seeing you when you're, when you're here, we got to do that. Maybe okay. we can go kite flying or drone flying or something or, or both yeah. or both yeah. or, or both. And thank you for riding the caravan too. Yeah. I'm down for that. I haven't flown mm-hmm. for a long, long time in a small cool. craft anyway. No, I guess so. B- before we sign off here, I'll tell, I'll tell the guests. It's kind of funny. I phoned, uh, phoned Woody a, a few weeks back and I was like, what are you doing? Having like my ties on a beach. And he's like, no, just a Corona light. <laughs> I don't know where you were, you know, somewhere in the world. Yeah. Cause that's, that's kind of the thing we didn't get into in this podcast is, is like, what's the life of a private pilot like when you're not flying? Cause you get to go to all these cool places, yeah. right? Right. Just a reason to have you back maybe in studio. That'd be awesome. So yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. My friend, yeah. if, we, if we can leave it there. Um, okay. All we'll, right. Uh, Thanks we'll, for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. And, and we'll, My pleasure. we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks. All right. All right, brother. Thanks for coming. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Well, so folks, that was just a 
fun episode. We were finally able to get a guest on here, which is a hard fellow to track down these days. I know he's all over the place. I'm yeah. sorry, I can't talk. Like I have 3G up here, you know, 4,000 feet. <laughs> but it's a little spotty. But again, fun stuff um, for all the listeners out there. Tweet at us, send you your questions, rate us, review us, whatever you want to do. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Podcasts.